Welcome to the Tim Fowler Show, where production is paramount and we discuss the tools, time, and people associated with getting jobs done and making a profit. On today's episode of the Tim Fowler Show, we will be talking about hiring from a trade school with the help of special guest David Keebler of Hearth Builders in Springhouse, PA. Alongside Tim Fowler, I am your co-host, Steve Wheeler. Here is the Tim Fowler Show. Hello, everyone. I'm Tim Fowler, and welcome to the Tim Fowler Show. Today, we're going to be talking about hiring from trade schools. Finding good help has always been a problem with our industry, uh, but it's becoming increasingly difficult to find, simply find reliable help. Um, you know, everybody that will be listening to this uh, podcast has had this experience of uh, looking and looking and looking and just can't find anybody. So mm-hmm. one source is still trade schools. I think maybe we've given up on this area, but uh, the trade schools are out there and there is a way to make them a successful uh, channel for uh, labor with your company. So mm-hmm. David Keebler is going to join us and talk about this. And along with one of his hires, Al Sheffo, and we're going to be just talking about how to make this a successful uh, situation. So hiring from trade schools often brings an image of late teenagers that have a phone glued to their head with minimal respect for a job. Like all stereotypes, this types, this image is severely flawed. The image is also the head trash that keeps many of us from actively or assertively seeking out young people to be part of our companies. So it turns out that there really are people out there that want to work, and many are seeking out the trade schools to help them get there. Unfortunately, because of the attitude that residential builders and remodelers have held, many of these trade schools only have experience with union carpentry programs and form construction like bridge building and high-rise work. My hope is that by getting the word out, we can turn aside uh, around that slide and get people seeing this business as a path to success. So Tim, that's, that's a great start. And, you know, just to add on that, as this is the first episode of the Tim Fowler show, um, and this being the first topic that we'll be covering, you know, what can we expect for the show in general and, and the season as we'll call it, of the Tim Fowler Show. Well, we're going to be talking in general throughout this show about how to make our the production companies or production parts of a company uh, more and more successful. So in terms of talking about hiring, uh, we're going to just talk about the success of it. And, mm-hmm. and David's here for a very specific reason in that he's actually had some success in hiring from a local trade school. And if nothing else, I'd like people to be aware that the atmosphere, the uh, possibilities there as well as success. And what's your experience? Have you hired from trade schools? I did and had great success with it. But how about you? Uh, You know, we did not. And there was not a good uh, trade school in the area. uh, Surprisingly, we were a little bit when I worked in the Washington, D.C. area, we were involved with the Builders Association that helped with some of the trade school stuff. But since I have been out of there, they've actually started up a really good program there uh, in, in that area. So I think there's a lot of possibility there. Mm-hmm. And, and with me, the, the only issue I had was running the parallels of what's trained in the schools versus 
how we did things at our right. company. So yeah, I did. I did work with a little bit for a little bit of time with the Connecticut Home Builders in a workforce development program. And what we found in the schools was more about uh, we just needed to get involved, and that was part of the challenge was taking the time for builders and remodelers to get involved in a way that really uh, brought people to them. So I think that's one of the biggest challenges. Yeah. Well, without further ado, let's bring on David Keebler. David is the production manager for Hearth Builders in Springhouse, PA. It's a suburb of Philadelphia. It's a design build company that was started in 1996. Current volume projected for this year is about six and a half million, and David currently oversees three project managers, five and five lead carpenters. Uh, they have seven support carpenters of varying levels and dedicated to small work warranty lug carpenter. He has been involved in the PM roundtables, which is the production manager roundtables with Remodelers Advantage since 2014, and he's a three-time MVP winner. So welcome to the show, David. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. Great to be here. David, I know in talking with you in a lot of different situations, you've had some success with um, hiring from a trade school that's local there. But just give us a quick rundown on what labor is like in your area, just so that people can identify with what you've done. Sure. So we're currently in a boom market here in our area. Uh, lots of people are back to spending lots of money again, fixing up their homes. Real estate is on fire again. So everyone is busy. There is no one complaining that there's a shortage of work. And uh, all the good guys are busy. They're either back on their own again as independent contractors or they're staying with the companies that they're with and getting really good compensation packages to, to keep them there. So when you put out an ad to get a carpenter, you're getting somebody that's pretty much not really good to hire. Uh, okay. They may have a DUI issue or uh, <laughs> some other problems that won't pass the company screening. Yeah, so that's a, that we know from talking to a lot of people around the country that that's a real common experience is it's tough to find People. So let's just get right down to the, the root of what we're trying to get to. What's your experience in working with that uh, trade school that's in your area? What, what have you found? So it's been very, very positive. What I found was uh, they're very ambitious to get more contractors exposed to them, and they're proactive in, in doing so. So they reached out to me through email, um, just solicitation, and I called back and attended a uh, employer appreciation breakfast, which then I was introduced to the carpentry uh, instructor. I, I toured the school and I developed a rapport with that instructor and got to know him because we had a lot in common. We both used to work for ourselves. We you know, came from the same cloth and uh, he and I developed a rapport and uh, it just went on from there. So are there other remodeling contractors involved with the school or who, who else are you running into over? at the school when you get involved? I'm running into HVAC companies, uh, plumbing companies, electricians, um, other construction companies uh, from co uh, commercial builders and remodelers, union, non-union, and not so many uh, residential remodelers as I would expect. So I, I took advantage of that knowing that I was one of the few guys there uh, exposed to them. And David, are these both high schools and two-year colleges? No, the, so the, the, the school that I'm involved with is all guys that are post-high school. Uh, there are people there that uh, maybe went to, into the military and came out of the military not knowing what they wanted to do. 
or people that went and worked for a retail store or general labor, and they wanted something more, and they, they've come to this school to, to find the next level of their employment or their career path. So I was just going to comment about the other trades that are involved with the school. It just is really interesting as I travel around and people are basically complaining about there not being any help out there. And then you ask, like, what are you doing about it? And there's really nothing. Uh, people aren't really uh, getting into it. So you've committed some time, obviously, uh, to this. What, what do you do? What involvement do you have uh, with the school? How much time does it take? And, um, and what are the results from that? Okay, so they host the uh, employer appreciation breakfast once a quarter. And uh, that usually takes about two and a half hours out of my day. It starts early in the morning, so it doesn't kill my day. Uh, but it gets me in front of uh, prospective uh, hires. And it also keeps my face in front of the uh, person in charge of placement. So the more you're in front of people, you know, they're going to recommend their best students to you. Cool. So are you doing anything else? There's the breakfast and you're there. Is there any uh, connection with the uh, instructor of the carpentry program there? Uh, not, not as much with the instructor as I am with the placement specialist. Uh, okay. We stay in contact through email, just mm -hmm. them checking up on my hires and also my needs. So they're, they're trying to get their people placed because that helps them uh, you know, sell spots in the school. So I thought I heard you at one point say something about uh, the instructor or the placement people actually kind of feeding you some names of people that they thought would really work well with your company, kind of maybe taking the cream of the crop there. Does that, is that a, a something that's been going on? Uh, yes, it has. And, and again, that's because of my involvement and my willingness to come in and speak to the students in class. I've, I've given them a company presentation and uh, I make myself available when needed. What kind of presentation did you do? Was it just about hearth builders or was it like about the industry in general? Uh, pretty much about hearth builders and, and what we offer as a company and what we do just to see if you know there's a, a fit. Yeah, it strikes me that if uh the builders get into the schools that will really uh, make a difference. I know when I was working with Connecticut home builders, the teachers in the high schools told me that the union had presence in the schools. They would show up every month or so, talk to the kids, be available to talk about what's going on out there. And then they look me right in the eye and they say, do you know where all the kids go when they leave here? they go to the unions. And so it really impressed me or it hit me that, you know, just getting involved is a critical part of uh, getting people on board from these schools. So what are the results? What's happened? What, what have you been able to do in terms of uh, actually hiring people from this school? So I, I was able to hire three graduates and have them start in September of 2017. Uh, they're currently still with us, so they've passed their 90 days. And um, it, it's been very positive. Uh, I had to train my guys in the field to understand what it's like to work with someone coming out of a school because they didn't have proper expectations. But it's been great because I was able to staff my job sites with guys that have the right attitude and they're willing, they want to learn, they want to they get better, and they, you know, they're, they're a clean slate, so to speak. 
So this is a really interesting thing. I, you know, I always think about how you got to train the new guy, got to train them coming in, coming out of a tech school. You know, they're not going to uh, have all the skills you need, but the concept of training your own staff to be receptive and work with people and help in the training is really cool. This is one of those uh, highlight moments for me where we I just pick up something that I wasn't thinking about. And I appreciate you sharing that with me because that is the problem in many cases. You bring people in who are not fully trained and your original staff just complains about how they can't do this, they can't do that and so forth. And so the idea of getting them on board uh, with this whole program is huge. So how did you do that? Did you just like, have a meeting or what was what was that about? Uh, I addressed the staff uh, during a production meeting and told them these guys were coming and asked them to please be patient. I actually spoke with the individual lead carpenters who were going to get the students because what I didn't want was three new guys on a job altogether. So okay. I purposely separated them and I put them on projects from start to finish with one lead carpenter. And I'm keeping them pretty much with that lead for the next round of projects just to for consistency and um, for teaching. And so, David, a lot of times what we know about carpentry is based on the person that we started with. You know, the skills that they had when we started as a carpenter or labor or whatever it is. So do you get in touch with the curriculum at the school to know what they're learning in terms of installing trim or and then how do you take that and, and you know, make it your way in the field? Oh, well, Steve, that's a, that's a great, uh, great question and topic. So, well, first of all, while I'm visiting the school, I get to see the project that the uh, students are working on. And I actually go through and ask the instructor, hey, are you showing them how to flash a window properly with today's standards? Mm -hmm. you know, waterproofing, air sealing, uh, drywall. And, and I, I look and see the work that they've done, uh, trim installation. So he shows me what he's showing them. And this way I know when they come out, what they know and what they don't know. Mm -hmm. So this way I can, I know where to start. So Dave, I'm just sitting here wondering if maybe a field trip wouldn't be really a great <laughs> idea for the class to come out and see one of your projects when it's all framed and, and so forth like that. It just strikes me that maybe that would be another sort of way to get that school engaged with hearth builders in a way that people are uh, just uh, keyed into it. Fantastic yeah. stuff. Yeah, that would be great. Uh, I know that their program is a six-month program, so it's it's jam-packed, and I know yeah. time is critical, but I, I will bring that up at my next visit. That might be a cool thing. So maybe we could bring Al in at this point and just have a little chat with him about what it means to come from the uh, trade school and actually uh, become part of a builder, remodeler. So... Uh, welcome, Al. It's good to see you. Hi, good to see you. It's great to be on the show. What was it about Hearth Builders and, and maybe something about Dave's presence in the school that drew you to them, that that's where you actually uh, wanted to go when you got out of your program? Um, I'd say the, the biggest thing that really drew me was was the way that Dave spoke about Hearth Builders. Um, and two, two of the points um, that he spoke about were really like the quality of work that Hearth Builders does and the importance uh, of family, like how important family time is to the company. Yeah, that's a big, that's a big um, 
point through all of Remodeler's Advantage programs is all the companies that are involved, quality work, treating customers with a great deal of respect and taking care of family uh, is, is big. It was, it was very important to me um, that I work somewhere where I would definitely be able to learn. So far, that's very true. <laughs> so, you know, somewhere that would allow me to spend time with my wife. Yeah, so what, what kind, I mean, you mentioned the learning thing. What do you think maybe has been the biggest opportunity for learning? Was it in the framing? Was it in trim? Was it in sort of the specialty kinds of things? What, what do you think were, in other words, the trade school gave you some stuff. What do you think maybe has been the biggest area where you've been learning with hearth builders? Um, I'd say probably probably the trim work, definitely. Yep. Um, and learning different techniques from different different leads in the company and stuff like that. Just really having the opportunity to put what I learned to to use in the field. Not just, you know, I'm not just, I actually have the opportunity to do this work. I'm, I'm not just, you know, standing there and getting, <laughs> getting things for people and stuff like right. that. Right. Oh, that's fantastic. So I'm sure going to school, and I understand you're, uh, we're in the military for a little while. Yes. Um, and I'm sure that's different than working at Hearth. Uh, what did what did the company do to kind of get you from the school uh, mentality and maybe the military mentality to actually start blending into what they're doing? I, some of it's training, I think, and some of it's just the mentality of, of the, the regular working day. Oh, absolutely. Um, actually, uh, one of the things is, uh, Dave already spoke to, he did his best to make sure that I worked with one of the most experienced people in the company. Um, at a job from start to finish. And uh, that person was really able to teach me like the nuances and the culture of the company. Okay, cool. So I guess another question that kind of pops into mind as I see you working on a job site is what did you have to do in terms of tooling up? Was there some kind of a process where you said, man, I got to go out and get some more tools? Oh, absolutely. I, I, uh, I already had a lot of the stuff on the list. He, he had a list uh, okay. Right from the first day. Of, oh, good. Uh, what would be expected of uh, an entry-level carpenter at this company. And the, the company also has a great program where they allow you to buy tools interest-free and they just take it out of your paycheck over a series of, you know, time. Very good. Now, what originally led you to the school you chose? Was that right out uh, of the military? I was, I was actually I was actually in my senior year of a bachelor's degree for programming <laughs> wow. and application development. And uh, I was writing a paper one night, and I just I was not enjoying it. I emailed my professor. I was like, I'm, I'm <laughs> done. I searched uh, carpentry schools, and Orleans Tech was the first one that came up. Awesome. It was in an area I was familiar with. It was where I grew up. And uh, all the reviews that I read about it were just outstanding. Yeah. So I, that's, I switched, and I was there about a month later. That's fantastic. Thank you very much, Al. I really appreciate you coming on with us and, and sharing some of your experience. This has been fantastic. Thanks for having me. All right. So, Dave, we really appreciate you being on the show today and uh, look forward to uh, speaking with you again soon. We'll check in in a few months, see how everything's going. And I uh, want to thank you again for your time today. Uh, my pleasure. And uh, thanks for having me. This is really good stuff. Take care, Dave. All right, bye now. So, Tim, based on your experience, and, and I mean, that that's pretty impressive stuff to for a company to – First, they were contacted, but um, I think a, a proactive approach for companies now to go out. How would you think people would go out and look for trade schools or start this program as, as hard? I think did? there's a couple of things. One is look for adult trade schools more so than high school. 
I think uh, that's one of the big things for them was that it's an adult school where people actually pay money to go. And I I think a secondary uh, thing is just be assured that you're not going to get a a totally skilled carpenter. You're going to have to invest a little bit of time, energy, money, that sort of thing in somebody. And then this whole thing about getting your team to understand that, that just hit me like a lightning bolt. And I, I thought that was one of the best things that came out of this is you can't just put somebody on a job and say, here's your new help. You've got to tell your team, look, we're going to train some people to work here over a long period of time. Yeah. And I think that obviously interesting, someone was at the end of a bachelor's degree and (laughs) somewhat bored with what they were doing. But um, I think that takes a lot for him to make that transition because I I know it goes through so many people's heads. It did mine. Uh, So that this is is also one of the things that I've found working with a lot of companies is a lot of people finish college not content with the career that they chose. Mm-hmm. And, a, and a lot of people go into construction. They love the craftsmanship. They love that. And so it may be that even on a four-year degree level, getting into the colleges around might be something that people could do too and be at a job fair and, and attract people to this line of work. Yeah. When I grew up, I had a, a friend of mine's dad who always told me he was in insurance, but he he told me, just learn how to do something. That's all he said. So, so many times you see, you know, I've had family members. I did get out of college and you go, well, what am I going to do? Well, what were you trained to do? We were trained to study a four year curriculum. So the thing is, is that when you get out of the trade school, you could move to all 50 states and you can have a job because you know how to do something. Definitely. Definitely. So, Tim, any final words here? I just want to really encourage people to keep a clear head and and actually approach this hiring thing in a positive way. It will work for you if you make it work. Thank you again for listening to The Tim Fowler Show. And remember, we're helping the bottom line through production training. This has been another episode of The Tim Fowler Show. Want to hire Tim and fast-track your growth? Visit remodelersadvantage.com slash consulting to learn more. And if you'd like more information about Roundtables, our world-class peer advisory program, please send me an email at steve at remodelersadvantage.com. And of course, don't forget to subscribe to the show and comment on iTunes. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week.